Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of the Patriots Report is brought to you by Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag, that's betonline.ag, to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Today on the Patriots Report, we talked to LG about getting traded halfway through the season, what it's like, the logistical things on and off-field challenges that come with it some of his favorite Jamie Collins stories of all people, and how he sees Patriots Colts shaking out. Let's get the show started. Brady hands it to Blunt straight ahead, and he crosses the plane for the touchdown. Here's Blunt taken off for the end zone, and he's in for the second time today. Second and five. No use making any changes. Give it to Blunt. Now it's a foot race. Blunt all the way. Touchdown, Patriots. Blunt. Still going down the sideline. A dive for the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. LG, good to see you again, my friend. I want to start off with this. Running back questions. A lot of running back questions this week. Ramondre yes. Stevenson, I know you've said in the past he's your guy. As yes. a fellow running back, what's he doing this year that's allowing him to have success? I know all the regular catchphrases you can use to describe what makes a running back right. great. Pad level, vision, power. Right. But as a guy who's done it for a long, long time, who did it for a long, long time in the National Football League, what specifically stands out about him to you and why he's having success this season? Um, one thing that stands out to me um, is that he is he is really decisive with his runs. Um, he hits the hole really hard, which gives him um, opportunity to run through a lot of arm tackles by D linemen. A lot of guys, a lot of guys separate themselves in in that aspect. It's a lot. It's not a lot of guys in the NFL that are doing it. You know what I'm saying? That are able to strong enough to do it because uh, these D tackles are. Let's, let's get it. Let's get it right. They're 300 and something pounds. You know, so they're big boys. You know, once they get their arms on you. Um, it's, 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 if they get a good grip, it's hard to break it. So he's being really decisive with his runs and he's running through arm tackles, um, which helps him get to the second level. And um, I think he's a lot faster than what people, um, I think he's a lot faster than what people think. He's quick and, and like I said, man, he's decisive. Um, man, he's a physical back, man. He's not my size per se, um, but he's still a big guy. You know, I think as he goes, he's one of those guys that as you go, the more carries you get, the better you get during the game. The more you get, the better you get during the game. So he's one of those workhorses, you know, um, when it comes to the run game, man. And he can catch the ball good. as too, He can catch the ball well, too. You know, um, he's, a, he's a solid pass catcher. I mean, I've liked him from the beginning. And that's not a knock against Damian because I like Damian as well. Damian is a really good back as well, man. But uh, Ramondre just, just hits me a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he reminds me of myself a little bit. And he gets the opportunities and he takes advantage of them. I say, give the hot, I say let the hot hand ride. It reminds me a little bit of when you were in the New England backfield with Stephen Ridley. 
Right. Harris is a little bit like Ridley in terms of body type, not a bigger guy, but a guy who's able to get some breakaway speed, break some tackles. But in terms of a bigger back, you Reed ain't never been known to be Reed ain't never been known for no breakaway speed. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 it, but it's a guy. But if, if you're looking for a comparison, you yeah. and, and Stevenson and Ridley and Harris, I can kind of see the comparison there between the two between the two groups of backs. Yeah, yeah, because um, Red, I mean, yeah, Red could be a physical guy as well. Um, he can break tackles as well. I think he has way nicer feet than people give him credit for. You know, um, I've seen him make people miss. I've seen him juke people. You know what I'm saying? Again, you get that persona that you know, as a big back, you don't, you don't, you know, quote unquote dancing is is um, forbidden. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, but I mean, he he's one of those guys, you know, and, and Le'Veon is one of those bigger guys that have nice feet, you know. So Rick was one of those guys, you know, and he had that physical side to him. So um, and he had that grit to him because you know he from he from the boot, you know. So he, he from down there. So you know he he had that grit to him. And, and Damian Harris reminds me a lot of him as well. Um, he run, they run, their running style is familiar. And yeah, man, Ramondre just reminds me a lot of myself because he's a big physical guy. He doesn't shy from contact. Um, he get he, he get what he can get and he maximizes every carry, you know, to the fullest, you know, so I, I like him. And, and I know that Bill has always been a hot hand type of guy because it's been games where Deion has had more carries than me. Reds had more carries than me. So he's always been one of those guys. I say I say let him I say let him ride, man. I, I like the idea of rhythm and I want to get to that here. You were part of a multidimensional backfield, two backs who can do kind of the same stuff. I know in 2014, this stat still blows my mind. You guys had four guys on that team who rushed for at least 280 yards. It's still phenomenal to me. But in this case, you have Harris, you have Harris and you have Ramondre, two guys who kind of have a similar skill set. They can run between the tackles, get some tough yards. How tough is it at all to share carries with a guy? I can imagine it can be a little bit difficult sometimes if you want to get in that rhythm, if you feel like you know you want to get out there, you want to get more carries, and you got to kind of step back and maybe defer to the other guy. So... I guess I guess you would have to look at that as and um, this is not a knock in any way, but it would depends on how how much better. Like obviously, everybody don't know. You know, everybody would feel like, hey, I'm the best back. Whether you're number four, three, two, one, whatever, you feel like you're the best back. But in all reality, you know, we know, you know, obviously, probably more, you know, more times not the better back is playing. You know, so I just think you approach that with understanding the game plan. You got to understand, you know, your role in the offense. It might not be, you know, this not that might not be the type of game that your role is needed as much as this guy's role. Um, you got to take all those things into consideration. But I will. But to, to answer that question, it is it is tough when um, it's tough when you've had six carries and you probably got 30 yards, you know, and, you know, you got to now you got to stop, come out for a drive or two. You know, make sure this, and then you might not, you might not get into that. One thing that, that hurts you is you might not get into that rhythm again. You know what I'm saying? They might call different plays. They might not be calling the same. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just different things that make, that can, that can stop you from um, staying in that rhythm to where you, you, you could probably have a really, really, really good game. You know, it's things that happen that goes into that. You know, maybe, maybe Dion going, and maybe he got five carries for 25 yards. Okay. Well, you know, what do we do now? You know, do we just keep on switching back and forth? You know, it depends on how his 25 yards look compared to my 30 yards. You know, maybe I was, you know, maybe maybe my 30 yards was, you know, five carries for six and then one 
24 yard run. Whereas, you know, his yards might be a five, eight, four, nine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's the difference in getting in the rhythm and stuff like that. So um, um, yeah, it can it can be hard to, 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 to split it whenever you feel like, okay, this is the kind of game I feel like I'm gonna turn up a little bit. But again, man, sometimes that game plan don't that the game plan kind of deter, you know, the defense might give up a touchdown or two, or you know, something might happen and it don't go your go your way. But uh yeah, it, it is it is tough if it definitely if you know you're the you you you're the best one. You bring up Ramondre's pass catching ability. How much has that does that help him? And how much does that help a New England back to be able to stay on the field for all three downs, especially when you don't have a guy like a James White or a Kevin Falk out there? Man, it it is uh it is like night and day when it comes to your playing time. If you're able to catch the ball and you're able to run the ball well, I mean, now you're looking at, you know, somebody like Dion, you know, you know, you're looking at guys like that that's gonna be you're looking at Brandon Bolden, like guys that can go in there and you know that you won't miss a beat with them in the pass game or the run game. Um, you know, those are those are, you know, those are hard to come by. But again, I think that he is actively a really good pass catcher, willing pass catcher. He looks like he always knows what he's doing. It doesn't ever seem to me that he's like, you can tell when the guy's confused. You know what I'm saying? Like you can tell like how he runs his route, like what he does after the play. Like if he's just like bouncing, oh, okay, this flats is empty. Maybe I should be out there. You know what I'm saying? Like you can tell the difference, but he he's always distinctive in his route running and what he has to do. He always knows. Like I said, I mean, he, he, it's, 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 it's a luxury to be able to do that as a back in the NFL. It's like a Cadillac versus a, a Yukon, you know? <laughs> <laughs> to have that decisiveness, does that come with just playing time or is that something that, you, you know, is in your running back DNA? Where does that come from? Man, that that's um, – I think you naturally – you can teach it, but I think being really, really good at it, as good as, you know, AP or, you know, the guys that, that – the one cutters, you know what I'm saying, the area yeah. fosters, yeah. these guys, you know – to be as good as those guys, you naturally have to have that ability. You naturally have to have that ability. But if you want to, if you want to, you know, obviously go to some coaches, you know, go to training and this, that, and the other to build it, you know, it's probably a little bit tougher, you know, for you rather than it would be for the natural guy. So that, that's a, that's, that's a rare commodity, man, because, you know, again, when, you know, you don't, you don't have a lot of guys that, that are going to be doing that. I mean, you got your chubs, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, and you got you got your Derrick Henrys, but he's more of a pin pull type guy. You know, powers inside duos. Um, he don't run a lot of stretches, but but you know, Chubb runs a lot of stretches. You know, he's and he's a decisive guy. Um, so you got guys like that that are that are able to do it, man. But again, man, it's 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 more of a it's better for you if it's a natural ability already than someone that has to work extremely hard to get that decisiveness, and, you know, as a, as a running, I've seen running back coaches have to repeatedly tell guys, Hey man, look right here, stick your foot in the ground and get up field, stick mm-hmm. your foot in the ground and get up field. You know, this, even though this is the outside zone, you don't have to stretch it or, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, you see guys running behind pullers and they run in front of the pullers and, you know, it's a six yard game where if you just want to stay patient and stay behind these guys, you could up field and, you know, you might still be running, you know, so that, you know, again, that's a, it's a natural ability to have, and if you're able to, if you're, if you're born with it, that's, that's even better. Like you said, I, I remember a couple of months ago talking about your conversations with Bill Belichick about, you know, not, not going for that East West shit, you know, go nah. just, just, just get downhill. Run south. Exactly. Run South, 
put your foot in the ground and run south. And I imagine that's the kind of back that Bill loves the most. That's what he loves the most, man. I mean, it's like I said, it's it's good that you got the best of both worlds. That's that's awesome when you do get the best of both worlds. Like shit, Ramondre, the best of both worlds. You know, um, it's good. But if Bill, I, my personal opinion, if Bill had to choose one, he's gonna go with the he's gonna go with the, the ground and pound downhill guy because you can control the game that way. Um, you know, you can set the tone that way. You know, you got a guy that just, that's a big play. You know, if he's a big play, big playmaker, you know, like myself, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that make, you know, that's a, he could take something to make it into a big splash play. You know, you got guys like he going, he going, I think he'll take that every single day of the week. Whenever I got hurt, he tried to go get Steven Jackson. I think Steven Jackson might've been 40 at the time. <laughs> I look, I love Steven. There's a whole, there was a whole backstory there. I love Steven Jackson. When Steven Jackson got to, he's a hall of famer great running yes, when yes. he got to new england there was nothing left yeah <laughs> and, and i could see what bill because bill has tried to do that with guys before like look come to new england last contract win a ring you know we'll get you over we'll get you a championship and we'll kind of right. put that cherry on top of the sunday and he tried to do it with steven jackson that year and it just it wasn't <laughs> I love Stephen, bro. I, I, he's probably he's hey, bro. He's probably one of the nicest backs of of, of the of the two thousands easily. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I love Stephen. I, I when, they, when we went and got him, bro. They was like some of the guys in the running back room was like, oh, but we signed Stephen Jackson. <laughs> it was like, oh, <laughs> what Bill thinking? <laughs> but we got in the room now to do what he do individually. Everybody can, you yeah. know. So. <laughs> and, it, and it was that last game, the last game of the regular season. I think it was in Miami. I think you, were, I think you were out for the season at this point. Yeah, I was. it was a game in Miami where look, they tried to get him going. And they gave him the ball, and it just it wasn't happening. And it yeah, was it just was, it was it was sad to watch. It was it was sad to watch. But he had a couple. I think I think when he came, did he might have scored like once or twice. Huh? He did. He did. He had a couple of flashes, but that was it. But they reached a point. You guys reached a point in that season where you needed a feature back. Yeah. And then going into that playoff game in Denver, he he started at running back, and there yeah. was just nothing there. It was nothing. Yeah. It yeah. Was nothing. And I, it was sad. It was. It was sad to see. It was. Know, it was. It was sad to watch. watch. It's it sucks yeah. when you see a guy that. That was so. That was so important to one of the, you know, most. I I think that everybody thinks this. You know, the Rams have always been an iconic franchise, um, all the way running all the way back to the, you know, the turf days, or you know, one of the greatest show on turf days. Even you know, even before then, um, you know, he was a, you know, he was a part of that franchise. He carried them a long way in his career. I Man, I think he, he has over ten thousand rushing yards, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, he's, 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 he's one of the greats. He's one of the greats. And, and that was one of the situations yeah. where just it just Bill, again, tries to go out and get those guys a lot of yeah. times at the end of their careers. Sometimes it works. Sometimes like Rodney, yeah. you know, it, it, but he's the first one that comes to mind. But sometimes it just it just kind of fizzled out. And it just did. Yeah. John, Lynch, John, yes. Lynch, John Lynch was another one of those guys. Remember? Oh, yeah, he was. Yes. He, he yes. came yes. for he training was. camp and then was just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm yeah. And, and uh, um, Nate Washington. Yeah. Nate Washington, Nate Washington, yeah. who I thought would have been perfect. Adrian Wilson. Yeah. We could sit. You know, we could, you know, you know who I like though? One, 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 per, one pickup that I really liked that I, that I was all for was uh, Leon Washington. I liked that pick. I liked that pickup, man. I did. He would have been perfect. He would have been he like been three perfect. years earlier. Like, would have like been Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like Dion. Well, I, I want to ask you this week. It's, this is the trade deadline week. And I, I have to imagine that there are guys 
who are going into this. We're recording this at three o'clock on Tuesday. The trade deadline is four o'clock. Well, you know, at least at this point, the Patriots haven't made any moves. You switch teams once in the middle of the season in your career. We know the practical aspects of moving from team to team, right. new coaching staff, new playbook, mm-hmm. all that. But what are some of the things that we on the outside might not be aware of? I can imagine it It can be a bit of a logistical nightmare, especially if there are kids involved, families involved. You got to pick up, you got to move to a new city. How does that work? Man, so it is pretty hectic, you know, um, especially when kids are involved. Uh, you know, the, 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 if they're young, it's not, uh, it's not as hard because, you know, obviously at, at a younger age, they don't make friends. You know, they don't, you know, they don't, they don't know how to like mingle and stuff like that. But at a, at a, at an older age, like, so uh, for instance, when I, tra- when I changed teams from Pittsburgh to New England, um, well, I had already been to New England, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So they, they had already new people there, but uh, from Tampa, you know, uh, to New England, Man, it was crazy because you know you have to you have to hurry up and pack all your stuff up. You know, and us they were going to go with me, where some people would probably let you know their families stay there, finish off the lease or whatever that you know whatever that entails, and then they come afterwards. You know, um, I just wasn't at at that point. I wasn't comfortable enough to not be around them. You know what I'm saying? I had to yeah. be around the kids their whole lives. So you know, we packed everything up and got the cars shipped and. You know, the whole nine, and then we went out there, went to go find a, a spot to stay at, and it was crazy, man. But and 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 I'm all I'm doing all of this on the fly because it had never happened to me before. I had never I had never knew what it consisted of. I always knew like of trades in the NFL. I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna ever be a kid, a player that ever get traded. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then boom, I'm like, oh shit, I'm traded. <laughs> you know, matter of fact, when I got traded, I was at 24 hour fitness playing basketball when um when I <laughs> when uh What's his, what's the head coach? What was his name? Siano. I, I was, they like, bro, Garrett, your phone ringing, your phone ringing. He called me about three or four times, or two or three times. He called me a couple times. Like, man, your phone ringing, your phone I'll, I'll be straight. I'm in the middle of a game. <laughs> Smash the game winning, the dagger, splat, top of my trash, da 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 da. Come back. Siano done called me and texted me. I'm like, oh, what's going on? I called him back. Hey, man, we just want to inform you that we traded you to the Patriots, da 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 da. Oh, all right, then I appreciate you, bro. Be easy. You know, got on the phone and then we we, we went into full go mode from there. Mm-hmm. But it was it was uh, it is a crazy turnaround. It's a crazy turnaround. You don't know what to expect, especially going to a place where you've never ever been in your life. You know what I'm saying? You, you and you you hear all these things about oh it's the military. Oh, you know, I had no I had no knowledge of New England. Anything they had done besides Bill, Tom, you know, the Super Bowls, this, that, and the other. I had no, you know, I hadn't, I didn't know if it was cold, hot, any, I had no, you know, paid no attention to it. And then when I got traded over there, that's when I started getting all the phone calls, the texts, and April was, hey, bro, do you got anything to wear over there? And I'm like, nah, I'm, st-. and uh, <laughs> I had one jacket, a North Face that was about three years old, and I didn't have many sweatpants unless it was Buccaneers gear. Mm-hmm. So I was going out there prepared um, like that. And that's, you know, and, but again, it, it, it is hectic. It is hectic. It turned out great for me, but it is a hectic move. Um, finding a place to stay when, you know, you're trying to find somewhere that's not too far. You don't know how to drive in snow. So it could be life changing if you're moving somewhere like that. But um, for the most part, man, if you're, if you're not, if you're not, um, if you're able to be able to center yourself mm-hmm. and, 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 and do it and you have help that 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 takes a load off of you whether you know if you were like by yourself and having to do it all but uh my my, my lady of god seen 
<laughs> Who reaches out to you from New England when that happens? Is, do you get a call from Bears? Do you get a call from Bill? Does Tom call you? How, how does that work? How did that work, I should say? So um, the first person that I talked to from that program, I think, was Ivan. Mm-hmm. I talked to Ive, and then I talked I, I talked to Bill. Uh, and he was like, hey, man, just make sure that you're ready. You know, um, we're, we're bringing you over here, you know, to play. Uh, you know, we're not we're not trying to bring – we didn't trade for you to, you know, sit on the bench. Like, we want you to come here, understand that you got to work, you got to put the time in. You know, there will be not – there will not be any – because, I mean, when I was in Tampa, I mean, there was a couple times where I was late to the facility or whatever. There won't be any of that. Like, uh, we just wanted – we're just ready to get you to work and go win some football games. And it, and that was – it was as simple as that. Like, it wasn't any, you know, hey, man, you – you know, like he talked to the rookie guys, hey, man, you're excited to be a Patriot. We're going to draft you, da, da, da. Like, it was – it was like, hey, man, basically, get here, get your ass to work, make sure that you're ready. If you do what we're expecting you to do, you're going to be playing a lot. Any friends, any guys out there that you know of have any sort of wild midseason trade story where things went really, really well or really, really badly for them? Ooh. Not, not that I know of because everybody that I personally know that got tra- that that got traded, they uh, I mean, they ended up in, uh, some people, well, some people ended up in a better situation. You know, Akeem Tlaib ended up in a better situation with, you know, the Patriots. I did. I ended up in a better situation. Obviously, Jamie Lee didn't end up in a better situation. You know what I'm saying? Jamie Lee ended up in a much worse situation with the Browns. You know, so, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, he got traded, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he got traded. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, he's, he's, so, been, he's, been, he's been dealt maybe more than anyone that I can think of like in terms of deadline deals, I know he went to Cleveland. They came back and he went yeah, back again. And yeah. Bill, just, Bill just can't quit him. He's a player, bro. You know, Bill thought highly of him when he drafted him. I think um, that year that he got drafted, Aaron Dobson was the number one pick, mm-hmm. and Jamie was the number two. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I mean, obviously it was second round and third round, and we didn't have a first round pick that year. I don't think. But I mean, shit, you you talking about the Patriots drafting you first. So I don't care if it's in the second or whatever round, you're their first pick, you know, so it's our second pick. Um, so I mean, yeah, they they gonna they're gonna get him ready. I think he should be, I think he should, they should go ahead and debut him right about now because it's 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 uh it's 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 a it's go time. It's go he's, time right now. He's done things. I mean, we've seen him at practice do things, we've seen him in games do things yeah. that I've never seen anyone else do. Unimaginable. It is. Do you have a favorite Jamie Collins story? I know in terms of there was a picture of him in college getting up, blocking up, I think it was an extra point or a field goal attempt. Yeah. It, do you have a favorite Jamie Collins story in terms of his overall physical ability? Um, man, so in the offseason, I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but we used to do like the little charity basketball games and mm-hmm. things like that. Right. Uh, <laughs> So he used to, and this is uh, this is early. This is when I first went, went got out to New England. Is when I first heard about it. I think um, maybe maybe AD, maybe somebody that was there had already Kyle Arrington or somebody maybe had told me about it. Like, bro, they keep on asking us to get you to go come out to LG. I'm like, I right, you know what I'm saying, bet. So I, you know, I didn't recruited AD. I didn't recruited Jamie Lee. I didn't recruited a few guys. I'm like, let's go out there and play. And I don't know how much he played basketball in high school. I don't. I don't think he played much because it's, the shot is horrible. It's ugly. It's terrible. Um, but he is. 
obviously a freakish athlete. So I think AD threw him out. We, we got a little fast break. I think we were probably playing against the city cops or something. Like, it was like, a, we might have had two kids in that were probably like 10 years old. Like, and, and we stole the ball from them or something. Or maybe they missed the shot and we got the rebound. And AD, you know, kind of got went down court and threw the alley. But he threw it too high, like over the square. And Jamie went and got that, like, this much of his body over the rim <laughs> and dunked it. And for a second, everybody just kind of stood there like, wait, what? Wait, what? And he was just like, ah, oh, that's light. What? There's no, bro, you just jumped higher than Zion Williamson. Wait a minute, bro. This, we got, we're not going to just let this go by. We need to talk about this, bro. Maybe you're in the wrong sport. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I've seen him do 10 backflips in a row. And we, we, we saw that at practice once a couple of times where he would just, yeah. there's stretching going on and he's just doing backflips. Yeah. It just, I'm like, bro, wait, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. Like I could flip too now, nah, but that was back when I was 20, 20, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't doing it at 27, you know, 26 years old or whatever. So he is, he, he will always be that kind of athlete, just like Brandon Bolden, man. You see, if you see B, you see Brandon with his shirt off, you look at him and it's like, bro, how, bro? You're 30-something years old, bro. How do you still look like this? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, so, it, it's, you know, some guys are just freakish athletes and they'll always have it for the rest of their lives. And Jamie is just, and you know, Jamie just ended up, he's probably just going to be one of those guys. I remember in 2016 when there was a question as to who's going to play quarterback. Remember that week where it was Jimmy or Jacoby? I remember asking him. I said, so are you going to play quarterback this week in deadpan? He just looked back at me. I was like, yeah, I can play quarterback. Straight and like I, that. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just in that level of I, – I didn't doubt him in that moment because he had that freakish ability. Yeah. And just unbelievable confidence that, yeah, sure, whatever you need. You need me yeah. to play quarterback? I'll go the quarterback. I got oh, you. No problem. Yeah, I got yeah. you. I got you. He, no seemed like, he seemed like he one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't doubt it. And remember the conversation we had with last week? The Jets are the Jets, man. The Jets are the Jets. Exactly. I, I played I, – I think I put that on Twitter a couple of times. Your statement, the Jets, when it comes uh, – specifically, when it comes to New England, the Jets are the Jets. Are the Jets, Jets came into that game four and two, four straight – feeling good about themselves. Robert Sala is just, you know, come on, let's get loud. This is a big game. This is a, you know, statement game for us and the Patriots blow them out. I, I want to, yeah. what, what, what did you think about that contest, the way things all shook out? And I want to get your honest take on that roughing the passer call that kind of changed the tone of the game there a little bit in the second quarter. So, man, I, I, so my take on that, man, I, I just think that, as far as far as, as how the, how the, how the, we're able to beat them like this, man, this, the no matter who the coach is, um, no matter who the players are, it's just it's, it comes a time where somebody just has your number, right? You know what I'm saying? I want to say who some, I just watched the game last night, and I think the Bengals are what zero and fifteen versus the Browns or zero something like, ridiculous. Like yeah, they, they just can't like, beat the Browns. How, yeah. bro? Yeah. How? It's the I think it's I think it's five in a row now that they've beaten the, they've beaten the Bengals. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like something crazy. You know what I'm like, well, how? You know, so it just comes a time where, you know, is is that is it just is it's just what it is. It's just, mm -hmm. just that. You know what I'm saying? A team just have your number. Um and Bills, you know, 
the formula I don't think has changed, you know, when it comes to beating the Jets. Um, no matter who they hire, no matter, you know, they always drink the juice of, you know, who's the, you know, hey man, you know, we're hard nosed, we're gonna always be this. And and, and I, they've 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 had tough defenses in the past. You know, they've had some big hitters, they've had some stout defenses, but the offense just blocked. You know, and, and it's and it's always been like that, you know. So and and just to have Zach Wilson at quarterback, not saying that he's trash, but he's young. He's young, yeah. They're gonna eat you alive every time. You can come in there undefeated. They're gonna eat you alive every time. You know, so that, you know, it just so happens is that's one of those calls. That's one of those cases, man, where you just, they, these guys will never be able to just consistently beat Bill. And in order for them to be one of the better teams or in order for them to get out of the, ever get out of the AFC, they won't be able to. All right. Yeah. This week, we got Patriots Colts. Looks like it's back to Mac Jones now, full time, at least at this point. I know you're a zappy guy heading into last week. So tell me what you thought of the decision to go back to Mac and what the Patriots have to do this week to come out of it with a win and move into the bye week over 500. They, they, man, I, I, I still like Zappy. Don't get me wrong. Um, Matt, hey, again, he's a winner. Alabama guy. You know, you, you can't, you can't, you can't fight that. But again, you, you guys know that I'm going to always ride with the hot hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's just my personal opinion. Whoever is getting, getting it done right now, there's just no need to change if it ain't, you know, if it ain't broke, why fix it? You know, so it's, it's one of those things. But Matt did come back and he performed well. You know, he did his thing. It's the Jets. You know, and, and, and we, 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 we just, just we got to understand that, right? We all got to understand that, right? You know, maybe maybe this is a confidence thing. Hey, man, we get, we get Matt back out there, let him ball out, you know, get his confidence back in his game, get his confidence back in his yep. teammates, you, yeah. know, get his, you know, make sure he's, he's ready to go. Next week when the game probably matters a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I, I think that's what it was. And, and hey, man, I'll I, I, I ride with that. Hey, I can understand that. I can understand that. I, I can fully understand that. And that's my first-round guy. Of course. Of course. It's a confidence thing. It is. It's a, I, th- I think you hit on something there. It's a confidence thing there. We're able to get Mac rolling a little bit. Right. This past week. Then this week, you're facing the Colts team that just fired their offensive coordinator. They're yep. going to a rookie quarterback. You're yep. starting to feel better about yourself in your offense heading into a really key stretch because once Thanksgiving hits, you got the Vikings at 6-1. and one. You got the Bills, who look like an absolute wagon at this point. Yep. You got them twice. Yep. You got another game against the Dolphins. You got so you want to have his confidence peaking at this time of year because you're heading into a rough part of the schedule. 100%. 100%. This coach team is, you know, they're beat, they're battered and bruised, man. They are, they are not in a good position right now. And, um, you know, rookie quarterback again, they, 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 you know, there it is, you know, uh, turnovers, turnovers. So, and Bill's mind, you know, if we, if we can get turnovers and don't turn the ball over, our chances of winning increase significantly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so got another rookie guy out there. Get these guys out here to get get a couple turnovers. Uh, get Ramondre going. To to this day, I always think that if you can run the football against the Colts, you can beat them. Every time that I've played them, every single time that I've played them, you know whether I had a crazy game, whether I didn't have a crazy game. If you can run the ball consistently and get your yards consistently, you, you, you got a really good chance of beating the Colts. And you just got to stop Jonathan Taylor, who is. You know, he's still playing good right now, but he had, he's not having the same year that he had last year, you know, for sure. But he's playing well. You know, he's still playing well. And, and he can, at some point, 
turn that on. You know, at, at some point they can get it going and he can turn it. We've seen that. We've seen that last year. Um, you know, we, we definitely seen that last year when he, you know, he broke that last one, that last one in the, what was it, 50 or 60 yards? Yeah. You know, yeah. he broke that last just a, one. Just a dagger. Just a, just a dagger. dagger. You know, yeah. 20, 20, what, 21, 22 miles an hour. He was moving. You know, so, so you know, if we can stop, if we could prevent that big play, if we could prevent that from happening, they have a really, really good chance, you know. And if, if and if Matt can string another one together, man, you know, now you, you're having a different conversation, you know, about the Patriots. Do I think they can still, you know, win 10 games? Probably. Mm-hmm. And you got the momentum going into the second half of the season. Yeah, Again, it's it's the toughest part of the schedule. You're going to have the bye week. You're going to get a chance to heal up after this game. Right. But again, that's, this is when, and I'm, you know, I know Bill has said it a, you know, a number of times you guys preached it for years when you were there that the real football starts after Thanksgiving and the Patriots have a really tough stretch starting on Thanksgiving night against a good Vikings team. And then you go into again, Buffalo, Buffalo. You a couple games with Buffalo, Miami, you know, the Cardinals, they got to, they got to, they got to steal, they got to steal that. They got to steal, you know, at least one in Buffalo. They have to steal at least one in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So they got to be able to beat the Dolphins, man. I think that the Cardinals won't be um, – I don't think they'll be as tough, but they do got D-Hop back, you know, but they lost Marquise Brown. Uh, so, you know, they, you know, they're still hindered a little bit, and I think they might be, what, three and five or – Yeah, know, yeah, they're, they're inconsistent, they're, I'll put it that way. Yeah, they're, they're just they, – they Very don't inconsistent, yeah. sort of yeah. thing. So, so you know, inconsistencies ain't ain't good when you're playing against a New England team. Where no matter if they're five, you know, no matter if they're five and ten or whatever, inconsistency ain't never good when you're playing against a New England team. So, you know, man, I think they got a really, really good shot of still winning ten games. Man, I I I, I still don't, I can't count them out. And after Thanksgiving, they turn into a different animal. So, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? They might not even lose, you know, any games after Thanksgiving. They might lose one. But again, they turn into a different animal afterwards, and everyone sees what that's like. I know what it's like personally. So, regardless of who you got up under center, you know they're gonna be a well-oiled machine. It's the most important time of the year for football: November, December, January. We're getting toward that part of the calendar. LG, thank you so much for your time. Look forward to talking to you again next week. We're gonna recap the Colts game, and then I think maybe at the halfway point of the season, or just about the halfway point of the season, here with the bye week. We can put together a few awards here. You know, your rookie of the year, your your MVP. You know, give some thought to that. So next time we pod, we can take a look at uh, you know what this yeah. team has done well and maybe some areas they've struggled in. Right, right. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I'm I'm excited about it, man. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me on, Chris. No Always. worries. Take care, my friend, and we'll talk soon. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Want to remind you, this episode has been brought to you by Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued tour for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.